0: And welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. Have you ever experienced nervousness that can make you feel frozen? Nervousness that makes you feel like you can't imagine that you're good enough or prepared enough to move forward with whatever you're nervous about. Because you clearly wouldn't feel so nervous if you were properly prepared or good enough for it. I used to feel this way every time I had to do any kind of public speaking in school, and it was especially severe while I was a dancer. Every time I had an audition, or it was my turn to get up in front of the class, even if I was in a group, the feeling of nervousness would throw me off of my game like nothing else. It all started before dance competitions growing up and was an issue all through my 20s. If I had a performance opportunity in my future, I had so much stress about it that it would ruin me for days leading up to it. I would make pictures in my head of the future experience and from there, oftentimes, My pictures would morph into fears of messing up, fears of am I good enough, fears of where will I be on the other side of this experience, almost like having assumed I will have already messed it up and how am I going to be back at square one again when it's over. Oftentimes, I would find myself so spun up in my head with such a horrible feeling running through my body that I would throw up. I never had to force myself to throw up. It was just a byproduct of my horrible nervousness. But it got to the point of me feeling like I had to throw up any time I was experiencing my nerves, because it became the only way I knew how to get the yucky feeling out. Without knowing any better, when I look back, it was a way for me to get to a clearer mind because the moment I threw up, I'd think, ah, okay, I've gotten it out. Now I can concentrate. (laughs) I'll never forget a time when I had gotten so swift with it because I saw it as such a reliable way of managing my feelings, I was in my starting position of an opening number for a show I was in, curtains closed, and my nervousness hit me so bad that I ran off stage, yacked in the backstage bathroom, and made it back on stage before the curtain opened. What? Isn't that insanity? I mean, I was doing the best I knew how with what was going on inside of me at the time, but holy cow, was it a stressful process. Have you ever experienced something like this before? Maybe not to such an extreme, but that out of control feeling inside when you're filled with so much anticipation for the unknown That you find yourself in a spin that makes you wonder how the hell you're going to get through it. If you are one of those people, I'm here to report that there is hope that that experience is not permanent for you. The deeper and deeper I've gone into the blissful and peaceful feeling that consistently resides inside of myself... My spiritual nature, my true self. And the more I see my thinking as the constant flow of energy that it is, I have realized that nervousness is yet again just more thought. God, you just can't get away from it, right? It's been such an interesting experience for me over the last couple years as I've done more and more public speaking. At first, when I was on to my nervous thinking, I would see it for what it was in the days leading up to the event and dismiss it by saying, oh, you're not there yet, Jess, don't fuss it, which would allow my nervous thinking to pass, but guess what would rear its ugly head when the day to speak came upon me? You guessed it old, stale, nervous thinking. And though it didn't inflict me with nearly as much suffering as it had in the past, because unlike before, I knew it didn't mean anything about me. It was just my thinking in the moment. It would still often be the tone maker for my speaking engagements, leaving me talking more from my head, being quite teachery and keeping me in a more intellectual way of sharing as opposed to from my heart. Maybe I would get some ideas across, but the feeling would be missing, which began to really bother me. Then one day it occurred to me, Jesse, when you speak, the feeling is most important. What you say isn't it. It's the feeling. And isn't that the truth about everything? In that moment, I remembered the Maya Angelou saying that I've always loved. People won't remember what you say, but they'll always remember how you've made them feel. What a light bulb. When I share, when you share, no matter the circumstances, to make an impact the moment people feel where you're coming from, your truth, your essence, which is pure love, your listeners, the receivers of you will feel you beyond your words. So cut to this past week where I was honored to be the guest mental health expert speaker at an incredible public event for Mental Health Awareness Week at a company called Bandeau that I love. I woke up the morning of and of course was experiencing a low hum of nervousness because it was a wonderful opportunity and a new experience for me. And for God's sakes, I'm a human being. (laughs) As I sat on the john waking up, this is where a lot of my reflective thinking occurs. (laughs) I was watching this almost playful feeling getting tossed around inside of me, like a giant beach ball between my head and my heart. I would get really excited and all filled up with love, then get all jittery feeling and uncomfortable from my nervy thoughts. When it dawned on me, I am not nervous. My thoughts are nervous. What a realization. I thought, well, of course. I am so thrilled to share what I know. I am so thrilled to help give some relief to folks who have never heard that they don't have to believe everything in their head. And my thoughts can hardly stand the anticipation of the unknown. Typical. (laughs) What a difference. Can you feel it? Instead of being inflicted by my nervous thoughts like the old days, it's almost like I could have empathy for them. In seeing all of this for myself, for the first time in my life, I felt safe in my skin about my performance, in touch with my confidence that is always within reach and with peace of mind that was holding my feet to the ground. And as you can imagine, the result was the most epic experience of me feeling completely present in my talk. I was not only able to speak from my heart, but I enjoyed every second of it. So here's to you and here's to us in all of our humanity. May we continue to see our gift of thought as just that. A gift that we can choose to use to help move us forward. Or watch it dance off into the sunset if it's of no use to our truth. Sending love in all directions and I'll see you next week.